welcome to our Sunday edition of Gyan Ganga, Words of Wisdom on our Virat Hindustan Sangam social media channel. Today is episode number 212 and we have Dr. Subramaniam Swami and Sri Ayer for the next 45 minutes discussing a very topical issue. The topic is the saga of the Canadian Hardeep Nijjar allegations and facts. And as you know, P Guru's uh, the man behind P Guru's portal and the writer, editor is Sri Ayer and he is back on our show and with him we have Dr. Subramaniam Swami. So we will be discussing. So without wasting much time, it's over to Dr. Swami to initiate the discussion on this very important topic and we welcome Sri Ayer to our show and we'll have his inputs and we'll part, he'll take part in the discussion. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Jagdish. Uh, I think uh, what I will do is uh, raise uh, seven questions and uh, a brief answer to uh, the best of my knowledge. And then, of course, we can have a discussion. Uh, this is going to be uh, a, uh, a Gyan Ganga where we will have differences, but uh, we are all colleagues, so uh, we'll have a friendly uh, disagreements so that the uh, audience knows that this is a kind of an issue which uh, requires great deal of discussion in the future. So first question is, was uh, Nijar Sardarji, uh, the Sikh uh, Nijar, a terrorist, which is being used, uh, the word is being used uh, quite widely that he's a terrorist and so on. Now. He was declared by India in 2020. The NIA declared him as uh, a terrorist. I mean, the, there's a, no dispute on the designation that uh, Indian government had given him. But uh, the NIA, which uh, declared him a terrorist, stated that Niger stood accused of launching a concerted a secessionist campaign for creating Khalistan. Now, uh, would would you would this audience, uh, this uh, the, the team here, would you regard that as uh, terrorists, or terrorists necessarily means the use of violence uh, to uh, to overawe a, a society or a, a set of people? So, therefore, um, uh, this is something I would like uh, to know. Uh, what is it that the government of India has to call him a terrorist besides just this fact that he was a secessionist? And by that, by the way, I can say DMK is also a party of terrorists. But anyway, that's just a joke. Uh, please don't take it seriously. Now, uh, the issue is uh, the Sikhs have a long history of defending Hindus. So when you say terrorists, uh, are they targeting Hindus or they're targeting the government? Uh, that needs some specificity. Yes, they want a separate country where those uh, those people uh, like Niger, but uh, we certainly, there's no question. Um, I would say overwhelming number of Sikhs in India and abroad are people who consider themselves in, as Indians. And in fact, even our constitution, uh, Article 25 in its uh, explanation says that um, uh, Hindus will include, put this 
Sikhs and Jains. And uh, nobody has, uh, you know, objected to that thing. And uh, we are all our uh, scriptures are, you know, they're uh, very common. We read it. Uh, we we participate in each other's uh, functions. So this attempt to divide the Sikhs away from India was started originally by Pakistan because Sikhs are our, you know, our two percent population, but they are twenty percent of our army. And so they are great valor, you know, with great valor they fight. And uh, so to demoralize them, to weaken them, uh, it has been a Pakistani policy. And uh, I don't know why why this uh, the the Canadians have uh, you know taken it to such a pitch. These are things which could have been quietly done. Uh, I can mention a matter which uh, she uh, she is here. In uh, in San Francisco, the Sikhs had come and burnt uh, burnt the our um, our consulate there, and uh, it was uh, very quietly just uh, put uh, there. You know, whatever action had to be taken was taken with the help of the Americans and the FBI, and whatever the uh, the Indian government wanted done, the FBI cooperated. I mean, that's the way to, to go about it. Why this whole thing has been? suddenly flared up and then suddenly this five eyes has come and these five eyes you see uh, are saying uh, uh, are uh, you know as if it's, it's a kind of a united nations security council or something like that but i don't know what they are deciding so we i we need to know a little more about that now this uh, uh, so i the first point is niger is being declared or, Officially, by the NIA in India as a terrorist, but uh, when you look at the description of why he's a terrorist, it only simply says that he uh, he was launching a uh, a concerted secessionist campaign for creating of Khalistan. Then that that that, uh, that is uh, something that uh, uh, could not I don't think comes within the uh, meaning of the term terrorist. But anyway, that doesn't mean that he may not have become a terrorist uh, uh, now. Well, well, something that the Canadians would have to tell us. Now, uh, the um, uh, uh, so the uh, what I, I wanted to say the second part is that the Sikhs have such a long history of defending India, defending Hindus. What is this? What is it that has gone wrong, which has made the Sikhs what they are today? It is entirely Operation Blue Star. Operation Blue Star was a Russian Soviet Union Soviet idea, which Mrs. Gandhi was dragged to do it because I was a player at that time in terms of going and living in Golden Temple, meeting Bindrawala, meeting Mrs. Gandhi, uh, our Gandhi uh, Jail Singh, almost everybody, the Commander in Chiefs who went into um, to uh, you know entered the Golden Temple, all these people. And it appeared to me that uh, the Soviets and particularly Harkishan Surjit, who was a Rajya Sabha MP from Punjab and a communist, uh, he was at it. And the Russian ambassador in a cocktail party or whatever you call it, uh, a party that was uh, there where ambassadors came, he met me and he told me that, you know, you uh, why are you with uh, Pindrawala? I said, why not? He said, no, he is uh, communicating every day from uh, uh, from Golden Temple to the CIA. I said, well, uh, <laughs> by what? By telephone or by what means? 
So he said, no, no, he has a wireless connection. I said to the wireless connection that the government of India has told me there's no such wireless connection. And you please tell me where is the wireless connection. I'll go and see it. So, I mean, the whole thing was built up to somehow uh, to, uh, you know, demoralize the Sikhs and separate them. And obviously, at that time, the Soviet Union uh, was of the view that uh, India should be shown its place and the Pakistanis naturally wanted India to. So, I'm saying, look at the background which has created all this. There's all this Khalsa uh, outside and uh, these bodies. They have come because of Operation Blue Star and 3,000 people butchered by congressmen uh, after Mrs. Gandhi's assassination. And they went to houses. I was in Delhi at that time. I went and rescued so many people. Those people whom I rescued even today are grateful for that. But the fact is, I it was horrid. And um, uh, they, there were these ma masses going into houses, dragging them out, putting tires around them, burning them. You can get them all. That case is still pending in the Delhi High Court. It has not even moved to, uh, to any serious situation. Uh, twice I tried to get them to uh, intervene, but I was not allowed to intervene in the, by the High Court. And uh, therefore, I would say, they, if the Sikhs have a grievance that even on a matter like this, where 3,000 Sikhs were butchered by a mob led by Congress MPs like the Titler and X and Y and Z, why, why should the Sikhs have any uh, feeling for you? But still, the Sikhs are still with us. They are, uh, they are being, we have had a Sikh who was a Prime Minister of India, who was another great patriot. So, I think when this whole Sikh matter comes, please make, uh, I would urge our people, make a distinction. Don't put a, a you know, a complete, uh, you know, uh, the same paint on everybody. Then I have uh, um, uh, the fourth point I would like to say is that um, the Khalistani Sikhs are there in many countries. And the United States, I've already mentioned, Pakistan, of course, uh, UK. So has the government of India done anything to, uh, to you know, weaken them? I had uh, gone once in London. I was called by the Sikhs because the Sikhs think well of me because at the time of Operation Blue Star, uh, I was, uh, you know, stood uh, with them and not with Mrs. Gandhi. Uh, others were all cheering her on by where I was telling her. And of course, I was also speaking to her and telling her that she will regret this. And towards uh, the uh, you know three, two, three months before her death, she met me in the corridors of Parliament House and told me, you are right, but now it's too late for me to do anything. So anyway, uh, I, uh, that's a separate matter. Maybe when I write my uh, autobiography, I might put all this in. But the, what I'm saying today is that have, let us take this incident as a way of dealing with those hurts which has been imposed on the Sikhs and yet the overwhelming majority of Sikhs are with you. The farm agitation is an example where the Sikhs were absolutely peaceful. So much attempt was made by some people whose name I will not give, who tried to create a riot in, uh, in the Sikhs. But they sat there for, I think, uh, more than a year in the hot sun, in the cold winter, all that and peacefully and ultimately uh, when Modi backed down, they all went back quietly. 
and that was a extraordinary thing that this should have been uh, publicized too but we have not done that i would think that the one of the things that is a problem is that modi doesn't have a proper national security council uh, mr dawal is a policeman and he is all the time jumping uh, on uh, on the slightest uh, suggestion by from the prime minister that it can be done uh, he he is the one who brought modi from uh, i think modi was in afghanistan or some place and brought him without any invitation unheard of in the history of diplomacy to land in the house of uh, the prime minister nawaz sharif and then ask for uh, lunch with him and uh, uh, you know the, the, these kinds of things which uh, and i can tell you on on china and so many other things uh, same thing with this uh, fellow um, uh, who's a foreign secretary foreign minister i don't think um, modi has a proper uh, council which uh, will can advise him tell him what he doesn't like also and bring it about so uh, i'll i'll uh, conclude the, what i wanted to say uh and uh, you know pass it on because this is a topic on which we got some really uh, big uh, uh, hastis here uh, both from the united states so we we need to know their views in detail uh, but i would say that this five eyes highlight uh, it was set up in 1942 and they say that they have come to the conclusion that the indians were behind it uh i think the government of india should address that point by point and rebut it if they can and tell us uh, what is it that has been sent to uh, the government of india in terms of implicating the government of india in this whole matter uh of uh, of ex, uh, you know extra legal killings that uh, that has taken place in canada so over to you uh, um jagdish so or and, and whoever else i mean sri ayer is probably on from the on the screen so over to you uh, sri ayer please give us your wisdom sri you are muted sri sri unmute yourself please thank you so much dr swami always a pleasure to be on vhs channel i want to first start out by saying that i consider my sikh brothers and sisters as my own this has nothing to do with the community of sikhs dr swami you know as well as i do we have done so many times we have gone to the uh, the biggest gurudwara in north america that is not very far from where i live we have been there we have mixed with everybody we know that this is not an issue about the sikh identity sir i know you have given the history of what happened very very unfortunate that many hindus didn't even know what was happening in 1984 after the assassination of uh, indira gandhi so the one thing has led to the other let us set it uh, aside for the moment what i am looking at this as a purely law and order issue whether there was there were laws broken and also you said that uh, new york times article you are quoting so let me also tell you that yesterday there was a gentleman by the name of uh, i'm trying to remember his name Uh, he worked for the pentagon michael rubin yeah michael rubin worked for the pentagon yesterday he came out with a statement saying that you know nijer is as much a plumber as osama bin laden was a construction engineer now you said that nia declared him as a terrorist in 2020 there was then 
uh, Interpol red corner notice issued against him in 2016. Canada did nothing about it. This man was given Canadian citizenship based on their own minister's statement. First, he said he got it in 2015. Then he changed and said that he got it in 2007. The truth is, in 1997, Niger tried to sneak into Canada with a fake passport by the name of Ravi Sharma. And the Canadian authorities caught that and did not allow him to get refuge. Then, 11 days later, he's back again saying that I got married to this lady and now I should be given um, shelter. And they said that this is a fake marriage and they didn't allow it. And now nobody can tell what happened between 1997 and 2007. Where was Niger? Now, stories are in the internet saying that he was being trained by uh, Pakistan and that he was directly responsible for something that happened in 2006. Uh, see, the there is a big story or there is a lot of data around this that NIA may not have presented to it, sir, uh, to us. And based on the chart sheet where you have said that they are naming him as a terrorist, these days, Dr. Swami, information leaks like a seed. If NIA needs to raid somebody in Kerala, you know, which state's police they take? Anything but Kerala State Police. The Kerala State Police comes to know 30 minutes before the raid. That is how much the this police is compromised. Challenge me if I'm wrong, guys. So the problem here is that everywhere there has been breakdown of law and order. And, and this is what is India is faced with. Whatever it is that NIA has claimed in by official records, I'm reasonably sure that there is more there. Because why would they issue a red corner notice in 2016, Interpol? So, see, we have to take some, we have to put some trust by successive governments. If, if the Indian government gives the data to Interpol, Interpol is not going to blindly go and tell everybody that there's a red corner notice against him. Why did the Canadian government not act? I'm just asking questions. And Pannu is a dual citizen of US and Canada. Now, goes to Canada. Two days ago, he, there's a video now. He says that all Canadian Hindus must leave Canada at once. Has Justin Trudeau said a word about it? Interestingly, Jagmeet Singh Daliwal has said, Jagmeet Singh said that this is wrong. Everybody has a, uh, everybody has a right to live in Canada. So what I'm trying to say is there are internal politics involved. Many people are now saying that Justin Trudeau wants to essentially downsize Jagmeet Singh's hold in the Sikh community. And that is why he has kind of taken one step further and taken this case of Niger and saying that, look, I am fighting for you guys. Jagmeet has not done this. Think about it that way. There are, there are internal party games going on. And today, if elections were held, today, if elections were held in Canada, the conservatives would get 179 out of the 342 seats or 340 seats, something like that. They'll get an absolute majority. So they are up against it. So there is something there going on also. Whether the United States shared intelligence with them or not, yes, Blinken made a statement. New York Times, which never has liked India, has now come out with a story that it was the US which shared the intelligence. But US shares intelligence with India also, Dr. Swami, in, in Arunachal Pradesh. How do you think India caught those 50 Chinese soldiers? Because US gave the intelligence to India also. These are the places where and they, they surprised them and they caught them. 
it's a different matter that india did not extract any price the moment the guy put out a white flag for surrender they just let them go that's a different point for a different day my point here is data will get shared it is information it's intelligence it's not fact it is central intelligence agency it's not central fact agency and what i'm saying is that you said that uh, the india has been satisfied with the progress done in the uh, in the fires of uh, fires that were set on this sfo conflict dr swami i want to tell you two times it was attempted once in march and the second time in july in march what happened was they actually did a much bigger thing they they poured kerosene on the roof and the structure of the consulate and tried to set it on fire it had rained for about two weeks before that so the wood was damp so it did not catch fire this proof also was given to new uh, the us and as part of that investigation within a within four weeks they rounded up about six or seven uh, uh, six and and all of them they said three of them were involved in this okay then they came back in july this time what they did was they used some sort of an accelerant and there is a carpet right outside the consulate building they sprayed that accelerant on that carpet and they lit it on fire and and you can and that everything was captured on video and it was distributed as if saying that we have set the consulate on fire to this day no one whether it is san francisco police department or the fbi has declared that they have caught the people there there are at least three people and now people are saying that there are four people why have you not shared this information dr swami the problem is up until recently the khalistanis would come to any official event of the indian government like if, for example if there is an event where the ambassador is uh, the consul general is present they'll come and they'll protest peacefully in front and go what has happened in the last couple of years is there will be an independence day float they come there they are harassing hindus now they are also attacking hindu temple because they want to try and create this divide between hindus and sikhs i am looking at it purely as a matter of uh, law and order as organized crime taking over the society and they are trying to subdue the sikhs into silence see this is where the problem comes when moderates don't find their voice then you are in for some sort of a uh, managed narrative and who is funding pannu uh, is it cia or is it uh, ccp or is it isi or is it uh, isi uh, or ccp through isi i mean no one wants to answer all these questions so clearly when nobody says anything that means there is something i i would like to see an official denial from anybody and and the official statement that cia will give us we neither confirm nor deny it that means that they are basically confirming it but right now you have said nobody has said anything in this so what does one make of it should should the canadian hindus be afraid should they leave aren't they one of the biggest tax paying blocks in uh, in canadian uh, government uh, to the treasury same with the, the next thing see pannu is a dual citizen tomorrow he'll surface in new york and say the same thing all hindu american should leave i mean who is he and why are you giving so much uh, deal to him deal meaning hindi word like so much uh, lag why can't we have yank his chain if he is indeed an asset of cia why is the cia keeping quiet about it i mean we need some answers also we are at this point we are kind of a little bit nervous and this man, this matter was brought in front of the government officials i'm going on record and saying this that look 
as long as they protested in Indian government events, nobody had any problem with it. Now they come to these floats. If there is a Navratri procession, they are they are protesting there. They are harassing people. There, there, are, there is videos where this guy is saying that I'm going to come and rape all the Brahmin girls. Dr. Swami, this is something that a Sardar has said. It doesn't matter. Even if one guy says it, that is wrong. How many other Sardar brothers and sisters uh, uh, oppose this? This guy has an uh, arm-length record of rapes and murders in, in Punjab. Somehow he has managed to surface in San Francisco. And he starts saying that, you know, I'm going to rape all these people. See, the, 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 there, is, there is concerted effort to inflame passions. I may be the voice of that. I'm saying this because I'm seeing it come in many ways. And also, Dr. Swami, I'm, I'm, I'm linking something slightly different. But it is also that, that there is a big attempt to try and make this caste discrimination as a law throughout the United States. There are 12 more states trying to work on similar laws as the SB 403 in California, sir. And, and it has Democratic Party's hands all over it. They can't deny this. I proved it in my uh, um, uh, monologues before. So there is no doubt about the fact that there is a Democratic hand in it. Which, which Democratic Party leader wants to take up uh, ownership on this? There is a guy called Shergill who sits in, uh, uh, he's a progressive chair in California, and he issues a fatwa kind of thing to the, the, the California senators and assemblymen. Anybody who crosses the line will face the consequences about SB 403. And like dumb kitten, they are all gone and voted now. The facts say something else. Dr. Swami, this thing is, I don't care whether it is India which has killed this fellow or somebody else who killed this fellow. What I do care about is the Hindu Americans, the Hindu Canadians, we are becoming cannon fodder. And I don't think that is fair. In, in Indian Americans form 1% of the population in US and they contribute 6% to US's tax base. I know I'm saying this, parroting it for the 10th time on my channels. But I want to make a point. Guys, we have power. Why are we not making use of it? How many of the Hindu Americans are coming and telling me in P Guru's channel, look, we stand behind you. Let's do something about it. Only now in the SB 403 towards the fag end, people started demonstrating in front of uh, uh, their congressmen and senators. And the result of that was in the assembly vote, about 23 or so abstained. They didn't vote against SB 403. They still only want to abstain. So there is somebody sitting above all these people saying, you do anything outside the line of line drawn and you are in trouble. So this has now become a more of a game where I don't even know who's calling the shots. Uh, Joseph Biden has a lot to answer for for his uh, son's crimes and uh, of omission and commission. He's not saying anything. And, and the, the, there is a book that has been published that's about two years old now that says that $32 million was paid as kickbacks by the Chinese CEFC, Chinese Energy Finance Commission, to Biden family. And, and the Republicans also, I'm, I'm holding them responsible too. You've had this data for so many years. What have you done with it? So there is party politics, there's country politics, and there is international politics. Dr. Swami, you also meant, no, forgot to mention one 800-pound gorilla here. There is story doing the rounds that the Justin Trudeau plane was grounded for two days because a sniffer dogs found uh, drugs in the plane. And, and not a, 
not a single country has opened their mouth about this. My point here is, I know what I'm doing. I want to lead my life peacefully. Can I do that? Today, these people, the Pannus are just, you know, they're just elements of, uh, you know, somebody who wants to have the, uh, have the pot boiling in India. You said this is an acknowledged fact by many people that a previous Khalistani guy, Jagjit Singh Chauhan, was a CIA asset. 1990s. The man died a complete pauper because nobody at, at the... See, when you become an asset, once they have lost use for you, they discard you like, you know, use banana peel. That's it. You're done. And, and, and Pannu should remember that. If you are being asked to do something because somebody is telling you to do it, beware. Whatever happened to Chauhan is going to happen to you also. And, and just look at law and order. Because somewhere you have to draw the line, Dr. Swami. I am looking at it purely as a law and order. Does the Hindu American, does the Hindu Canadian have the same fundamental rights as everybody else living in those countries? If he is following the rules, if she is following the rules, then why are you being targeted? Not in one way, but more than one. This is the question I want to place in front of all of all of us here today. Yeah, yeah, Sri. Sri, I have Dr. a question Sri. for you. Go ahead. No, you let him finish. Uh, let oh. Ramesh finish, and then uh, we can have questions. Is that all right with you? No, no, I thought you yes, wanted yes, to respond to Sri Ayer first. Okay, let him uh, let Jagdish ask the question then. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, my question to Sri Ayer is Sri Ayer, you spoke about the burning of the uh, consulate in California or San Francisco. What is our government of India doing about it? What I want to know is government of India. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Biden gave a big reception to Mr. Modi, invited him to the White House, he invited him to the uh, Senate or the Congress. Does Modi not raise these issues with them or is it just sweet, sweet talk? When a representative office in California is burnt and attacked, is it not the government of India responsibility to raise with the host country these issues? I can understand. We blame USA. It has to be blamed. But has Modi raised it? And why is it not? Why does he not be vocal about it? I want to know this. Just condemning USA is not enough. Government of India also should protest and publicly also take Biden to task. Why is Mr. Narendra Modi so frightened of Biden? I want this answer because it is really hurting me that Modi is silent on this issue. Jagdish ji, I'm not privy to the conversation between um, Joe Biden and uh, Narendra Modi. And I'm not even sure Biden is even cognizant enough to understand the question and give a proper answer. This is my personal opinion. At this point of time, you know, if you look at, you know, P. Gurus, right? <laughs> America thinks I'm an Indian spy. India thinks I'm an American part because I'm not exactly, you know, saying glowing praises about Modi. Whenever something bad happens, I'm also asking them questions. And in between this, since I support the cause of democracy in Hong Kong, the Chinese have a problem. So anybody who's asking questions today is being looked at with suspicion. And, and I have done my part to try and find out the truth. 
and I can only ask so many times. Listen, I even had a date counter going, Jagdeep Ji, for the first twenty days. I thought they'll find out these miscreants because they didn't stop at setting the consulate on fire. They made a video, and that video went viral. And we have been constantly having programs in Pigurus where we are saying there is a thing called Network Contagion Research Institute (NCRI). What it does is any time an event happens, for example. A Khalistani is setting a Hindu temple on fire. There is an ecosystem around it. The bots get into play. Immediately, the thing starts going in a big way viral, right? So we are saying that this is these are the this is these are the research findings. Everybody knows about it. I know that CIA watches my programs, FBI watches my programs, MI5, MI6, MI XYZ. Everybody watches these programs because at least I'm trying to say I'm asking some hard questions. I, I think before I ask my questions, I'm not doing this as a, as a in, in a in a passionate mode. So if Modi is not saying anything about it, somebody has to ask Modi. But Modi has shut himself off. How long have I been? How long myself and people like Gopikrishnan have been telling Modi, you need to have an open press conference. Even even Trump, when he had a hostile press. He never shied away from having uh, press conferences. Yeah, he would he would make some comments about you personally. That is unfortunate, but that is him. But he, Modi doesn't want to open his mouth in front of a press, even when there is a press conference. One question by a hand-picked guy, and the question also is given in his hands. He is reading it out. That is how the the democracy is. So there is something there about Modi where he doesn't like to answer these questions. And and the public seem to be okay with it, Jagdish. You and I have a problem with it. The public seems to be okay with it. So I can't help you. So why he is not making an issue out of it? Even today, even in this case, Modi should be coming out and giving all the data about this this drug thing. Neither Justin Trudeau has said anything, nor Indian government has said anything whether drugs were found on the plane on the tar tarmac or not or not. This is a serious issue. You cannot have drugs going about, and people are saying that there was fentanyl in it. I mean, fentanyl is killing doctors. Uh, Jagdish ji, I, I'm I'm not going to go on a rant. I mean, my my point here is, people are not saying what they should be saying. That's how this is going to be. Uh, Swami, Doctor Swami, I I asked you a question about the drugs thing. What is your information, sir? There is no such thing. It is a total rubbish. Nobody official has said that was there. Yeah, that's what I'm also saying. That nobody yeah. has said it, but but yeah. but then why was this thing held back yeah. for two days? Yeah, yeah. You have you have got it from the media. Yeah, yeah. You have not done checking. You see, media puts all kinds of things, and uh, this, this has yeah, no. Yeah. And it's impossible because the Indian uh, the uh, the. Uh, Aircraft of the Canadians was completely surrounded by Indian uh, RAW, uh, uh, CRP, all these people. Uh, there's no way anybody could come and uh, deposit it. You see, I can't expect Mr. Trudeau to have brought it in his pocket and it fell out of his pocket. Anyway, that's a minor matter. Let's go on with uh, Ramesh. Ramayarji, uh, please tell us there is lot of allegation that Canada and USA uh, there is a big network of drug trade growing on 
with the lorry trade going on there. What is your views on this matter? Because see, you are talking about the Canadian Prime Minister coming with drugs. But it is, what is happening there? Tomorrow somebody can accuse of our Indian Prime Minister having landed in New York and somebody may make different type of allegation. These allegations have no meaning. If some drugs were bought by the Canadian Prime Minister, I, Modi should have exposed him there only, uh, impounded the plane. What is the point after the Canadian Prime Minister makes a statement in Parliament and all the unbugs and gun bugs try to float many of these theories and stories? What if the 56 inches was there, he would have impounded the plane in Delhi and become a big hero. But after the, he has gone back because he raises something in Parliament and uh, we say that this man comes with drug. I am not for this drug, but I am asking you a question. Are you all, you are talking about, uh, there is nobody objecting to Modi, you said somewhere, I don't know what you have said, about Modi not opening his mouth and nobody objecting. Are everybody is objecting, you see the state governments we are losing year after year. So don't say that nobody is objecting. What I am trying to understand is now, how you all are tolerating and bringing people to power in the US, where there is a big network between Canada and the truck trade and the US truck uh, routes, where they say is uh, there is a lot of drug trading happening. So what is your response to that? Jagdiji, first of all, I am in vehement agreement with you that Modi is not willing to take a press conference. You, you are saying that people are objecting. Yes, you make a statement here and then that gets buried in the news cycle a few hours later. What is more important? Why do you want press conferences with politicians? Is because you can ask follow-up questions. And unless they are on top of the matter, you will find out if they are lying or not. That is all I am asking. I am not saying that the drugs were on the plane. I am saying what happened to this? Why is both sides, why are both sides not saying anything about it. I'm not making any allegations. As far as the trafficking of drugs is concerned, this is a huge problem. In fact, it has become one of the big narratives that one of the Republican candidates, Vivek Ramaswamy, has brought up. And this is true. I have done at least two monologues about the entire trafficking route, how it is coming in, in what form is it coming in, and how it is being uh, distributed among people. Everything I have done at length, at least two episodes, I'll try and put the description and I'll give the links to uh, PHS team so that they can also put it in the description section. These are videos that I've done extensive research on and then I've come out and told that these are all the places and this is how it is happening. It's a clear and present danger. Jagdishji, you may not know this. If somebody starts using fentanyl in 18 months, death is certain. People are not realizing this. It's a huge, huge problem. And, and the, the raw materials are coming from another country, China. China is giving the raw materials that are coming into Mexico. They are coming into United States. They are coming into Canada. There they get processed into some other product. And then that hits the people. There was a daycare center in New York where they were, they were hiding these fentanyl drugs, uh, Jagdish Ji. Three, four days ago, this news has come. And the children were playing with it. And maybe they had it in lollipop form or something. They they ingested it. Three or four children are dead in New York. And Let's the owner is missing. Let's go to Ramesh. So we're running out of time. 
Is that all right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I guess. So, Dr. Swami, quickly, I uh, I am on uh, Dr. S and I'm on Sri Iyer's side on this issue, Dr. Swami. Um, let me put it this way: uh, people who don't learn from history are condemned to repeat it. Uh, back in 1985, in 82, in fact, when the Indian government told this very same Justin Trudeau's father about this Talinder Parmar. So that guy, who's, he is the prime accused on the Kanishka bombing. They told, gave him evidence saying that we need, you have to extradite this guy because he's, 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 uh, he is giving threats against the Indians and he's gonna, he says Hindus, very same, pattern rinse, repeat. He again said that he will kill 50,000 Hindus. He will bomb planes out of the plane. He was making all these threats and the Indian government went to this this guy, this Trudeau's father, gave him, told him that he needs to be extradited. That guy laughed it off. And guess what happened in 85, Dr. Swami? The worst air disaster in history has happened and they, they bombed it. I think we have to take one thing in perspective, Dr. Swami. If there is, whether he's a terrorist, as you said, whether he classifies to be a terrorist front, if it is a threat and if he's issuing threats against citizen, even if it is one citizen, if 10 or 100, it doesn't matter. The Canadian government could have said, okay, we will help you investigate this matter. Instead, allowing to roam around, not do anything about it, I don't think it's a justifiable action. And number two, Dr. this is based on what Trudeau, he goes to the parliament and he says India was responsible for Nijar's death. But when asked for proof, he says it will come in due course. Now, Dr. Swami, you go to a, you say that statement in a press release, it is fine. But you go to a parliament and make a statement that we will give evidence later. How does it show? And, and you are basically saying, and in what happened is we are not going to worry about this. We are, not, we, are we are going to make some accusations and get away with it. Whether India was contributed to the killing of Niger or not, which is yet to be proven, with uh, time will come. Time and again, Dr. Swami, again, America, Israel, many of these countries have done what they need to know to safeguard their country. And you know what it is. And let's not, we also know what happens when a threat is issued against any of these states or its people, action is taken by those respective countries. Maybe India did it in a hodgepodge way. Maybe they have not done it in a very subtle way. That is also a possibility. But if they have done it or not, at the end of the day, any, any threat to a life of, a, of, of and that to blanket threat, even to Hindus, is definitely a terrorist act in my books, Dr. Swami. It might not be in a, in a general stand, in a government standpoint, but it is one. And number two, Dr. Swami, this NDP guy, Jagmeet, he has not condemned what Niger has said in the past, but he's not condemned what Pano, Pano is saying. Why is he still having currency? It's because he's got 10 seats. And as Sri told, this, liberative, this liberal party is going to lose, the, as of today, they're losing elections. They need the support of this NDP who's got 10 seats. So they are pandering to this. At no point in time, pandering to such people is going to be in the best interest of Hindus. I just would end with that because we're running out of time. I think Arunji also wanted to make a, I may have some questions. So I'll end with that. Doctor. At the end of the day, as I said, any terrorist threat should be, whether it is small, big, uh, whether he's just made a statement, it has to be. And India has given this proof, not just now. Right from, as he said, from uh, Sri, when was it, 2016, that they gave the information? 2016 was the Interpol red, note, red corner notice. Red yeah. notice on Niger, Dr. Swami. So, so they have waited for so long and not done anything about it. Obviously, there is some credible evidence. Should have been. I, we don't know what, what has come out or not. Should have been more credible evidence that is almost close to a Kanishka, like a disaster. So I think some action has been taken. Whether India did it, 
or somebody else did it needs to be uh, you know time will tell us arvind ji sorry go ahead okay my question my i have two small questions my first question relates to the failure of the uh, external affairs policy of indian government uh, just few days back when president biden was here uh, for g20 summit uh, modi and biden were going hand in hand and they were you know showing to the public that uh, america is a great friend of uh, india and uh, it was from both sides apparently but uh, uh, now we see that this five eyes business and american uh, uh, people uh, uh, agencies openly admitting that they provided intelligence to the canada regarding this uh, murder of nijer so i don't know uh, jagdish had asked this question about why government of india is not acting my question is why government of india does not have a consistent policy within few days on one platform you show a friendly uh, 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 gesture and other platform you uh, 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 find out that something else is being done against indian uh, uh, interests by the us and nobody is speaking bjp will never speak the party people never speak jay shankar will only speak the foreign affairs minister jay shankar only speak when modi asks him to speak so therefore this whole thing i think it boils down to the uh, uh, one man show uh, and that, that unfortunately the person does not know uh, much about the foreign policy number one number two shri uh, ayer uh, has uh, given ma- many instances about how the support is growing uh, uh, for separatism in uh, canadian six but even if it grows the khalistan will only be in canada khalistan can never be in india we have seen in the past 15 years that whenever such forces uh, raise their heads ugly heads in india government of india is enough uh, has enough power to control uh, there were some questions on aam aadmi party government in uh, punjab uh, but now uh, we see the reality is different uh, the, the the khalistanis uh, are losing hearts and the, the, they are disheartened in india because they cannot do anything in india and therefore they want to uh, do it in canada so let them form a, a khalistan in canada we have no problem but uh, uh, the government of india uh, uh, the prime minister should call spade a spade and speak uh, his mind openly and not be on both sides you can't be on both sides anyway i think dr swami can also throw light on this that why indian government is soft towards this statement or ownership of uh, us government about the five eyes <laughs> uh, who is the question directed at uh, anyone i mean you can also dr somi i think you know how indian uh, government functions so you you should probably answer the external affairs question i'll try to answer but i would like you to touch on yeah, that sir i am in a awkward position of defending the government of india today it's, it's a, you are part but, of the same party that govern sir Yes, I mean it's a democratic party. They allow me to do what I want and say what I want. The fact of the matter is this: <clears throat> your, 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 if your country thinks that they can solve, if our country thinks that you can solve a problem in Canada by uh, bumping off somebody. With a and that too, with the by a 
uh, supervised by a senior official of the embassy. Then they have another. They will have another thought coming very soon because you uh, you can't do this kind of thing in another country. If if uh, if the Khalistanis are doing anything, as uh, Marvin correctly pointed out, the vast amount, you know, overwhelming amount, numbers of the Sikhs, they won't have anything to do with them. I travel to Punjab. They regard me as a very friendly person because of what my stand in the Operation Blue Star. And they frankly say, we will not allow another such a situation to arise because they have ruined our relationship with the society. And in particular, they used to say that Nakun and uh, you know what, something, uh, relationship is so close that we are uh, one family. So, um, uh, but at the same time, I would say that we must recognize <coughs> that honest, uh, the ordinary citizens of the Sikhs have suffered a hell of a lot. The, the killing of 3,000 people by the most brutal methods, uh, by identified Congress uh, members of parliament in, on October 31 and, uh, and uh, November 1 of uh, 1984 has still not been addressed. It's just hanging a fire in the, in the Delhi High Court. So uh, I think uh, uh, what you are saying is what the, uh, what the people are doing abroad. The issue, the only issue which we brought in is the incompetence of the Indian government in dealing with this issue. I wasn't defending uh, or any of those people who are aiming at destroying India or harming India or whatever. Why is it that you are not able to take a position? And we have seen that in San Francisco, they have taken a different approach than what they are now taking in here. Why is that? And, uh, you know, if, 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 um, and then, of course, people take, uh, take me to another line and say, why are we not doing anything about China? So, so there are so many issues where the national interest of India is not being systematically nurtured by the present government. And that is why we have this situation today. Um, Dr. Swami, I agree and disagree with you on a few things. I agree that India should not be doing anything in some other country's territory. Yes. But in this particular case, the National Investigative Agency actually came to United Kingdom, United States, and United uh, and Canada, they spent a fair amount of time. They gathered data, and and uh, they there is one um, tweet put out by Anand Narsimhan. Viewers, you can go and see on his timeline, where he said that the NIA has identified the four people who were involved in the setting of fire of the SFO consulate building. The NIA has come back to India with some data. So I don't know what beyond that uh, they are going to do. Because Dr. Swami, this is intelligence business. This is where you have to keep your cards, fold your cards, show your cards in, in ways. I'm not making any apologies for anybody. My, uh, my point, sir, is... No, 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 let me finish. Let me finish, sir. The, 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 there has been a red corner notice from Interpol, which is third party. I have had non-Canadian, non-Indian, non-American panelists come on my channel and say that Nijer is not entirely innocent. In fact, he is not he is very nocent. So, the, 
this particular case is the wrong case for Trudeau to stand up, sir. Please, you are going to rebut me. Yeah, it's not a question whether he gets an A plus or a B minus. That's not the issue. It's a sovereign country. Member of the United Nations. We recognize them. And you go and uh, do a thing which they should be doing, and they are not doing it. Therefore, you are going to go and do it. I mean, what the precedent are you setting for this? You are in effect saying that they can do the same thing in India if something they don't like. See, that is the issue. The, the issue is today not one whether India, you know, is being harmed and uh, wronged and all that. You are going breaking the sovereignty of a nation and acting on it and getting caught also that is yes, the dr swami we are we are we are presuming that it has it, india had a hand in this i am not presuming anything dr swami these are there are gangs in operation in, in california and in canada you contradict this uh, what is this five eyes people you see they have openly said so that india did it you tell them we'll break your diplomatic relations with you if you don't withdraw the statement. But you can't have it both ways. You're a sovereign country yourself. You're being accused of doing something which is utterly wrong by international uh, rules, by the United Nations uh, um, uh, Charter, everything. And then you say that, uh, well, uh, India is not admitted. Of course, India is not admitted. But uh, the fact of the matter is that these five people who are supposed to be your friends, they're all democratic countries, by the way, all five of them. And they are supposed to be our friends. We are supposed to be in accord with them and all that, uh, at least the, the leader of those uh, five. And then you are uh, going straight and doing it yourself. At least you could have told them that, listen, either you do it by sunset date or we'll have to do it ourselves for our self-defense. Even that would have been okay. But you haven't even done that. Done it clandestinely. If you are going by New York Times report, I mean, I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I, you have been going by so many reports. I am not question of going by New York Times report. Please tell me what is it that I'm going by New York reports. I've not relied on New York on anything. But New York report in New York Times is not just any paper. It's a paper with this status. If they have said something which is wrong, then you should write to them that you have you have wrongly put this and caused the, brought the India to defame. Please apologize. I'll then help you to file a case against them in India. Let me tell you the reality of media today. Media cannot afford to be independent. Today, today that is the state of media. Today, I am media. I am telling you. India media cannot be cannot be centrist, cannot be truth directed today. That is how bad things have sunk to, sir. Is, involved, is, is India involved in the killing of Mr. Niraj or what was his name? Is Niger, Niger, Niger. Niger is India in, 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 in India's involvement in any way? Is a, no, it, I, I'm it, not saying that India had a hand in it or did not have a hand in it. I'll give you an example. We issued a, uh, a notice uh, seeking his uh, de dead or alive situation and a 10 lakh rupee um, uh, ransom, or I mean payment for whoever did it. You know that. Anyone yeah. who. There's a bounty. Yeah. Bounty. 
Was that paid or not? Doctor Swami, the bounty was for his arrest. So it, it comes out that it was paid because uh, where was the money come from? Either you got it from the RAW money if you paid, or you got it from the exchequer. So if that it comes out, you will be in a terrible situation. I don't know whether it has happened, but you did say, and you put it out as an international thing that a, a, a reward will be given. No, it so, was given for his arrest, Doctor Swami. A reward will be given for helping him arrest. Well, I mean, uh, the question that's is, is that, that's the statement. That is the official statement. Yeah, of course, it's the official statement. And they say that he tried to run, and we get therefore shot him. But uh, that's, not India's, that's not what India's charter was. No, Tommy, see, this is why I went back to the sir, sir. This is why I went back to the 2016 red corner notice by Interpol. Interpol is an in, uh, it's not an interested. Is, is they are neither Canada or India. They are inter, uh, for the world. They would have done the due diligence before issuing the red corner notice. No, the issue this is. is saying that there is more here corner. than meeting the eye. This issue is a red corner notice which Canada didn't obey. Right? It is. It is not a a, a sanction for India to go into uh, into Canada and do what it did. At least that's the accusation. You are not flatly de denied it. You have not broken the diplomatic relations with uh, with uh, Canada, saying that how can you uh, make this allegation against us? Because Canada is openly making this allegation. They're they're not hiding it. The Eyes Five also are now making the same allegations. You have to break diplomatic relations with all five of them. You're being caught in uh, Catch-22, and you you need some intelligent advice. I think the Sri Iyer should be consulted by Mr. Modi because uh, he can't consult me. Uh, so you're a much more pleasant chap to consult. But India has made a huge, huge mistake, and which will be used against us in the future unless we disown what Mr. Modi did. Well, that's for India to understand I, I, and, I have and a, explain, uh, sir. I, I'm not going to say anything, sir. I, I, it's, I, it's above my pay grade. I have no idea. <laughs> no, no. I, I, go, I, go ahead, I have an observation to make. See, these five rascal countries, I would call them rascal countries who are at the moment anti-Indian. What are they saying? Please cooperate in an investigation. Why are we saying they are right or wrong? Why is India not cooperating in the investigation? My question is that. Why is India not cooperating? And all these theories are floating around. His plane came with drugs. He was given a wrong room and all that thing. This is one observation. Number two, I want you all to understand while we are discussing this in our topic and all the WhatsApp university advisors and people who are forwarding we condemn Khalistan. Khalistan can be only formed in, uh, as Arvind Chaturvedi rightly said, it can be formed in Canada. But <laughs> Khalistan, no, no Sikhs, no Hindus or no Indian want Khalistan in India. But we must be very sentiment and very much, uh, I would say, careful of mixing up Khalistan and Sikhs. 
because uh, at the moment Sikhs are an important backbone of our fighting forces. In our enthusiasm to condemn the Khalistans, we are making the mistake of equating them with the Sikhs. Sikhs have a long history, as Dr. Swami always has maintained, in being the maximum number of people who were hanged during the British period. Even during the emergency, the maximum number of daily satyagras was done by the Sikhs in India. So Sikhs have been a backbone. In fact, maybe all of us Hindus today on this program would not have been Hindus if our Sikhs gurus had not challenged the Mughal rulers. So we must <laughs> accept all that. Neither the Sikhs want Khalistan. The majority of the Sikhs don't want Khalistan. So we must not mix up the Khalistan and Sikh issue. That is a very important step because lot of Sikhs are hurt by we equating them with Khalistan. So I only want to say this, Sikhs are as loyal and as Dr. Swami mentioned, the Hindus in our constitution in, include the Sikhs, Jain and the Buddhists. So we must be very sensitive to the issue. No Sikhs wants Khalistan. There has been some misunderstanding after Operation Blue Star. Slowly it was disappearing. But this incident will come back. Government of India must put its foot down, confront these five countries and cooperate with the investigation. We are not saying that they may have, uh, that India would have killed them, but cooperate in the investigation. The truth will come out. But why are we on a defensive on this issue? This is my point and my observation. Parvinji, 11.33, you can conclude. Just one, one point before you conclude. Yes, sir. Hmm. Uh, it is like uh, uh, Sri Ayer, uh, Ramesh Swami and Subramaniam Swami being considered as DMK. The Sikhs. <laughs> <laughs> we are also Tamils. So therefore, we must be DMK. <laughs> anyway. So the lighter note, so that we, yeah. okay, uh, Arunji, please. I think I think uh, this uh, issue is very very important for India, very very important for India. But the kind of expression which Indian government should ha have expressed has not done. Um, I don't know for what reasons. And uh, this is one question which emerges from our discussion that Indian government must take a stand vis-a-vis -vis Canada, vis-a-vis -vis US, and vis-a-vis -vis Khalistan. I mean, why the, the, the ruling party people or the ministers are not able to speak and take a single stand? Number one. Number two, as Jagdish rightly said, Khalistan cannot be supported by people in India. They have not supported in the past and I'm sure they will not support in the future. And therefore, the only possibility that Khalistanis will win, if at all, anywhere that will be within the uh, parts of Canada. Number two. Punjab is very crucial to India from economy's point of view also. It's not only agriculture production that we are talking about. Punjab supplies uh, artisans, Punjab supplies uh, 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 workers to the rest of the India if they, those people are not engaged in agriculture. So Pakistan, uh, sorry, Punjab is also uh, like a backbone of Indian economy and therefore Indian government cannot be uh, uh, lackadaisical in uh, as far as Punjab is concerned. Uh, why uh, the government of India is silent is a question. 
it is the as dr swami said the incompetence of government of india and therefore government of india must take a stand uh, of course uh, uh, mr shri ayer has provided a, a different uh, narrative and uh, he also mentioned about the pentagon official uh, who supported india and he said if us has to choose between india and canada they will choose india anytime and he also said i'm uh, read somewhere that the canada uh, taking a fight with india is like an ant uh, taking a fight with an elephant uh, so india is an elephant but india must show that it is an elephant india should not act uh, like something which is lesser uh, force and uh, naturally and cannot do much this topic is very very important but i think this uh, new the next few days uh, the development uh, will show uh, which side uh, india takes and what kind of stand india takes over a period of time uh, thank you dr swami for being forthright and consistent on this issue thank you mr shri air for uh, shri air for providing your uh, narrative maybe it is different from some of us but yes it is very important thanks ramesh swami and jagdish shetty ji for hosting this program for such a long time we have entered 212th episode with this thanks the technical team led by ashish shetty gadgi rakesh ishwar ayer tejas navalgul swami nathan vishal mehta and ajesh nayar we will be meeting again next sunday with a new topic and dr subramanian swami and perhaps a new guest till then namaskar jai hind jai hind Test out spaces. Well, somebody has complimented us already, saying it's a nice debate. Uh, yeah, but I I noticed something very negative in today's uh, discussion. Arvind, the, the large number of negative. Large, large number of negative comments. I was really surprised. The people uh, they are Modi supporters who have taken over today's platform. and uh, today the total number of comments were maybe three times the number of comments we usually get number one number two two third comments every second comment out of the three was anti vhs they were accusing dr oh, no 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 one minute it's not ended ended not ended 